Hello and welcome to Tan Pants. We uh, appreciate you guys tuning in. Make sure uh, you keep tuning and we'll keep talking. Keep on tuning, y'all. That's right. Keep on tuning. I'm like, I'm self-conscious about my posture. That's weird, Isaac. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting as yeah. professional as I can. Do, am I supposed to look at that camera? Uh, if you want to like talk to the camera, you can look at the camera. I can look at that camera and say, Hi, listener. This is Isaac coming to you live about special supplements that you can buy. These supplements yeah. will fill your bodies with health and love. Supplements are brought to you by supplements. See how perfect that was? Listen, a real supplement company is going to call us, and they're going to say, hey, sell our supplements. And we'll say, sure, and then no one will buy any. Uh, I'll buy some. I'll buy some. It's important to be healthy. Sure. People go through great lengths to be healthy. People go through great lengths to make sure that other people are healthy in the future. You know what else goes through great lengths? Uh, tell me. Snakes. Wait, Snakes do? Snakes. Well, I was going to say slinky. Let me tell you all about honey, oh boy. Honey, oh boy. <laughs> honey, man. Oh boy. So some facts about honey. It's sticky. Uh-huh. It's sweet. It's made by bees. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Pause. You want to pause? This is your topic. Yeah, I'm going to talk about honey. You, yeah. you, pres- you have Isaac presents honey, oh boy. You put this together. I put this together myself. Are you, you guys are really trying to make me look bad. <laughs> Man, listen, you yeah. don't have to do a TED Talk every week. I mean, I'm going to do a TED Talk every week. This you don't terrible. have to. You don't have to. I worked cold. really hard on this TED Talk. But your name's not Ted. I can tell. It looks like you removed the background of the I show. did. I used to slow it to see the other I backgrounds. Are how much time have yeah. you spent on this? I think. Probably three hours, wow. four hours. Man, okay. Well. So uh, so bees make honey, y'all. Yes. So Dang. some people I did not know that. Some people in the ancient world have figured this out. You know, these these things you can talk to sometimes, they make sure honey. Sure, it took a lot of figuring. A lot of figuring. Yeah. But you know what else they figured out? You huh. take the honey, you go drizzle, drizzle, drizzle on top of something. It preserves it like better than a Twinkie. Wow. So modern man figured out Twinkies can stay alive for a long time. Ancient yeah. man is like, forget that. We drizzle honey on something and it, that stuff keeps forever. Yep. Right. I'm going to teach you some crazy things about honeys. But I'm going to talk to you about uh, a certain thing called the mellified man. Oh, I so, know him. Yeah, the mellified man. So whenever you take honey to preserve something, it's called mellification. So the mellified man has taken an entire. I feel like you're making this up. No, no, no. You, you take you, t- you you take a whole guy, a whole yeah. man, and you say, "Hey, man, guess what? You know, we figured out that if you take a man and dip him in honey, right, and then have him just eat honey and just drink honey, and that's all his diet is, and he eats honey until he sweats honey, until he bleeds honey." Until he just passes honey. Wow. And then he dies. Yeah. And then you take that dead honey man and you put him in a bigger container of honey <laughs> and you seal him away and you bury him for a hundred years. Wow. And this is an aged honey man. And after a hundred years have expired, you can crack open that coffin and you got some good eats. Wait, you're going to eat him? We're going to eat him for our health. What? what? So this no. is what... What, what kind this, of pagan ritual? This is what they did in Asia back in the old days. 
Whoa. So mellification. That is, that's too, that's too much. Let me make sure I read all the things I need to read. So, uh, the mellified man or the human money, the human mummy confection was a legendary medical substance created by steeping a human cadaver in honey. The concoction, the concoction is detailed in Chinese medical sources, including the, uh, Bin Binkao Gangumu of the 16th century. Okay. Uh, relying on secondhand accounts, though. So no one is exactly sure if this, how real this is, but people are pretty sure it's real because we got bodies. So uh, the text reports, uh, the, the report in this little journal says, uh, some elderly men in Arabia nearing the end of their lives, would submit themselves to the process of mummification in honey to create this healing concoction. And it worked? It worked great. So after oh. a century, after he, he after he ate all the honey, his body could literally stand till he died. They would put him in honey. After 100 years, the contents would have turned into a con- confection reputedly capable of healing broken limbs and other ailments. No. This confection would be sold at street markets as a hard-to-find item for a hefty price. Wow. You know who else did this to his body? Wait, so uh, back up. Okay, we can back up. So this guy was put in, he he consumed so much honey that he basically became honey. Yeah. And then they put him inside honey. Put him in honey. And then they waited a hundred or a thousand years or whatever. Just a hundred. And just then they dug him up or took him out of the honey. Yeah. And then they crushed him up and made him into medicine and it cured bones? Yeah, yeah. You would eat you would eat the mummy man, the mummy honey man, and he would cure your broken bones and, and other ailments. So what? we're not exactly sure what all they ate this people for. Uh go on. <laughs> So uh, a famous person did this to his body, Alexander the Great, who was reportedly preserved in a honey-filled sarcophagus. And there are also indications that the Egyptians did this as well. What did Alexander the Great do? He conquered the known world. Yeah, pretty much. He was a pretty uh, uh, motivated man. So he didn't, like, eat honey till he died, though. He was just preserved in honey. Weak. So only only these uh, people in Arabia ate honey till they died. Yeah. So that's kind of a rare thing. So would the would their body just look like normal, no decay at all? You want to see some some honey bodies? I mean, no, but maybe yes. not really. So uh, here is a site, an ancient graveyard, where uh, they're digging up some honey bodies. Wow. So these are yeah, these guys are past their hundred year expiration date. For the, our listeners. Uh, these people are standing and just looks like desert, but like there's a certain patch of desert that's very, very red. Like honey is soaked into the sand for a thousand years or whatever. So these guys are excavating a 4,000 year old graveyard where the mellification was practiced. So these guys found a 35 foot burial mound in the Republic of Georgia. Deep inside are 4,000 year old wagons and a jumble of dead. They in Georgia? In Georgia, they USA, a wagon? in Georgia. Say what? They honeyed a wagon? They just found wagons down there. Oh. Just a lot of things were buried. You know how those Egyptians were. In Georgia? Now, <laughs> <laughs> this is the country of Georgia, not the state of Georgia. Oh. There's I'm, a country I called Georgia. Georgia. So uh, let, me, let me show you Zurab 
Macaherdazi. I just think. Look at that hey, man. Honey, look what I found Whoa, out the honey here. man. Is it, this is not the honey man. This is a guy who finds honey men. So uh, the article uh, I was reading was, it was called Honey, I'm Dead. And I think it's from National Geographic. But they interviewed this guy and they described him as a shy man. He was a shy, uh, large, red-faced man. Who ate people. He didn't eat people, no. So uh, world? So this picture for the audio listeners is this, this shy man. In his nice suit, he's smiling, happy, and he has he has a a, a plastic bucket, so has some Tupperware full of nuts and berries that sure. have been preserved by the honey. I'm sure they're nuts and berries and not people's bodies. You could eat that. I'm sure you four thousand year old nuts and you berries. Could also eat four thousand year old body parts. You did, could, but <laughs> did anybody eat them? Though? I don't trust those berries. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if he ate them or not. Uh, I don't trust those berries. I wrote, this shy man has found berries and nuts preserved in honey. He might eat them and gain their power. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, so there's a dead guy. Where? I see him right there. I just see bones. Well, that's his bones and skin and everything. So after that all the skin. After the honey did its job. So uh, that is the corpse of a 4,000-year-old honey man. All I see is bones. When you say corpse, I see bones. Well, that's like a really, really old corpse. Well, so his honey casket has broken. I'm not really seeing So the honey that. is gone. I'm not really seeing the outline, Isaac. I, all I'm looking at is just a pile of bones. There's a dude there. You say there's a dude there, but I'm just looking at a pile right. of bones. He's been preserved, my man. He's been. That's what it looks that like. That does not that's look what, like you, Max, he, have you, you know ever what, seen a man preserved in honey before? You know what they found all, <laughs> all over this man? Honey? No. What? They found pollen. And broken bee toes. Oh. Bee toes. What's that? The you know, bees, uh, bees have toes. They, they stick their toes in there, and it gets hard, and they yeah. they got to cut they, they accidentally break their toes. All right. Well. So they found ancient bee toes and pollen on this dead guy. So uh, though the honey is long gone from his body, the sweet remnants are still there. So it says archaeologists found thousands of bee toes on the preserved bodies. Those bees. My goodness. But why were people so interested in preserving their friends? Maybe because they loved them. Maybe they just wanted to eat them. They were more than just friends. They were medicine. <laughs> Is that a quote by you? That's a quote by me. See right there? Wow. I said that. I thought that today. Right. I found another mellified man. You did? Is it the scary picture? I didn't yeah. put the scary picture in there. It's scary. Let me see. Oh, boy. It is scary. That's gross, man. So, uh, the so not just honey mummies, even normal mummies. Yeah. The the medicinal use of mummies and the sale of fake ones is well documented in chemistry books of the 16th to the 18th centuries in Europe, but nowhere outside of Arabia were the corpses volunteers. Mummies were a common ingredient in the Middle Ages until at least the 18th century, and not only as medicine but as fertilizers and even paint. What? The use of the corpses and body parts as medicine goes far back. In the Roman Empire, the blood of dead gladiators were used to treat epilepsy. Wow. So that had to be specifically gladiator blood? Gladiator blood. Drink a little bit of gladiator blood and you'll stop having seizures. Or maybe Does you'll get more. I highly doubt that works. All that text looks well, like, have you tried? I haven't tried. No, we don't have any gladiators. We have no, to find a gladiator. I, the yeah. closest thing we have to a gladiator, I think, would cat. be. No, like I can't. These uh, these 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 e-sports guys. E I can't read your notes. It looks like all the text at the bottom of a, a D movie DVD. 
It is. Yeah. That's exactly what I used. I, yeah. I clicked the movie DVD font. So that brings me to right now. Um, which, how would you guys like to uh, invest? Tan Pants is presenting today. Uh, the Honey Institute. Uh, save your rotting body from rotting for the future. So okay. right now, if okay. you invest in my new enterprise, because I'm going to bring this back, this honey thing was a good idea. Because imagine, you are your, your young, healthy self, right? You're going to get old and die someday. But what if your your future grandbabies, 100 years from now, they're sick, their bones are broken, they're, they're, they're unhealthy, they need to eat old grandpa's honey body. So sure, invest in the Honey Institute, and you can be honey. No. I, well, my notes are gone. Like if their bones are broken, they can just I don't know set set it. Yeah, but split. I I know Clay. Right. I know I know. How but is, you're, you're what you're really asking is how can I become a honey mummy? I'll yeah. tell you how in three that's what in, I, that's in what three easy steps. The Honey Institute will help you. Well, you what if me. I'm what if I'm not a female? If you're not a female, what's yeah. that to do to with be anything? A honey mummy, yeah. Josh. Josh, what do you mean? I, what if? Do you know I'm what a mummy a is? To, yeah, like your mum. <laughs> it's your mum. No, I'm I'm talking Gosh. about you know an Egyptian mummy like a preserved human. You know what a mummy is, Josh? yeah. After you it. die, get you get mummified. I'm trying to be funny. He was that was very funny. funny. I, was, yeah. I was gonna say, uh, is a honey mummy like the female equivalent of a sugar daddy? It, it might be. Yeah. That sounds dangerous, though. Mm-hmm. So, how do you become a honey mummy? Step one: eat nothing but honey until you die. That's the hard part. I can't yeah. be that hard. So the Honey Institute will how lock much, you in a room with just honey and how force feed you. How much stink. honey would you have to consume until you die? Enough. I would imagine it would only like, be well, like a couple of gallons. The ancient description was until they sweat honey, Ugh. passed only honey, Ugh. and bled honey. Well, how do you? This doesn't get into bloodstream. You does cut it? someone. And, oh, well, there's, there's honey in there. Then. Yeah, wow. that that's about when you die. <laughs> when yeah. you eat so much honey, it's in your blood. Okay. Uh, so step two, after you die, the Honey Institute, us, will seal your will seal your corpse in a coffin filled with honey. Step three, in 100 years' time, the Honey Institute will share your preserved honey parts with the world as soup. Well, this is a risky investment because if I die and get put into a casket of honey, how do I know that your institute is going to last 100 years? Our institute yeah. is, is, is determined to last for the long run. Tell that to the listen, honey mummies that have listen, in the ground. That there, are, the there, are, there are some whiskey manufacturers that begin their business, and they don't know what the whiskey's going to taste like for at least like six months. That's true. This is just like that. So, six months. <laughs> <But> <laughs> our what about- first round of honey mummies will be ready by uh, 21, 22. 100 years from now, right? That's 100 years. Sure. Our first batch. So, yeah. hopefully, we're hoping to make at least five honey mummies. That's one, two, three. Hold up. And then two so, other volunteers. Is this kind of like when you get your license and it says on the back, do you want to be an organ donor and you check yes or no? Yeah, exactly that. I mean, they just use it for the same thing, right? Except your body will be consumed by future sick I'd rather, people. Yeah, I'd rather be honey than just have my organs ripped out and used for something. I don't know exactly. how I feel about this institution spiritually. What? Don't ask those questions. Okay. Come on, Josh. It's okay. Well, Let considering this is all... You know, open source things, you know, conventional technologies, <laughs> the moat for your business is not very large. That's How true. are you going to be more competitive than others? Well, <laughs> right. let me answer that question with a question. You can invest in the Honey Institute today. I like the inspirational unsplash picture Prove of the man them wrong. The sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Who are your competitors? Wait, what am I proving? <laughs> Don't ask that, that question. <laughs> Listen. Prove them wrong. What a what better gift can you give to your future generations in a hundred years than your own honey body? Well, just imagine my my future generations that I've never met. Yeah. Opening up this crusty old well, box and the honey, the my honey dead face. The Honey Institute, honey the Honey Institute cannot guarantee um, your family will get first dibs. It's whoever can pay the most, but <laughs> your your family will be there when the honey casket is open. Okay, all right. So I am I am willing to take a risk here. You gonna take a risk? I'm willing to invest two dollars for a sixty seven percent stake in your company. Hmm. Mm, sixty seven. That's a bit different. Mm. Will you volunteer to be honeyed? No. Okay. <laughs> okay, if you volunteer to be honeyed, yeah, I would say sixty-seven percent. But, um, <laughs> do you have a group of honey scientists? That yes, yes, we do. So, uh, our our strategy that we didn't really quite outline. This is now. This is off the record now. So now, um, it's it doesn't do just to honey fire like like a skinny dude, you know, because he's not going to give much product. So we need to make sure that the people that we. The volunteers fat as possible, and then we begin the honey process. I have a question. This is this is a strange question, but does it have to be a humans? Yeah, it has to be humans. Okay, it, 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 it can't be like your Josh, cat or come your on. dog. All right, don't be sick. Yeah, it's disgusting. How dare you? Sorry, I was just I couldn't th- not think about it. Okay, good. Dude, what's wrong with you, man? <laughs> well, thank you for joining uh, the Honey Institute. It's going to be a great partnership for all of us. I, I, I truly do believe it. I would expect a free gift basket. I'm out. So today, right now, it is Black History Month. Hey, no kidding. Yeah. I thought that was August. Why did they? No, no that's uh, White History Month. That's White no, History that's Month. July. No, no, no. Black History Month was September, right? I thought it was this month because Whoopi Goldberg, she said her thing. and Oh, yeah, that's right. What she did she say? Whoopi Goldberg's like every month is Black History Month. Yeah, but people mentioned that it's the start of Black History Month, and then she said the thing, and then she got kicked off, and they were making a joke because she got kicked yeah. off of what? The What'd view. She do? View. Oh, so really? she said something really dumb about the Holocaust, <laughs> like uh, really yeah. dumb. What'd she say? Uh, she, she, the Holocaust wasn't about race. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, anyways, it's Black History Month. That's nice. Martin Luther King Jr. He once said. I have a dream. That's right. And you want to know what happened? I also had a dream about a week ago or two. You're gonna, you're gonna, hang on. Are you, are you segueing out of this with, the, with that <laughs> segue <Yes>. opening? About <laughs> that, was, that was my well, cold that, opening. Dude, that was segue? Great. I thought Whoa. we were gonna talk about like, like, like politics and like identity. And <laughs> we yep. should probably now restart. We're gonna talk about this dream. Clay we should had. probably restart that. You should probably restart that. No, that was beautiful. That, that was, I don't want to take out any uh, of that. That was, that was good. All right, so I had a dream. I actually want to tell you about my other dream first. Okay, oh, okay. I had the dream like five days ago. I was in a movie theater watching a movie. It was packed. Right. And something happened in the movie. I don't remember what. And I made a I made a comment about it. A snide remark. Out loud? Yeah. What? Dude. And everybody laughed. Wow. And they were like, yeah, yes, I was going to say that. Yeah. Dude, you felt important, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, it felt really good. It's like a YouTube comment section. You think of something funny, and then you check the comment section to see if somebody else said it, and like 30 people did. But that that was just the dream I wanted to talk about. Okay. But this is the, the dream. This one was much longer. All right, so the, in the dream, my sister, 
and me, we were at Walmart. Right. And she was just like high or something. Okay. <laughs> and she was crying <laughs> over a chicken nugget. She's like, this is my favorite chicken nugget. <laughs> I love this Wendy's so much. In Walmart? Yeah. Dude, okay. She must have been straight tripping. I have had moments with chicken nuggets where I've thought this is the best chicken nugget. And it's like a like dinosaur shaped. Mm. Oh, man. Like, do you remember dinosaur shaped chicken nuggets? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, man, she's high. I got to get her out of here, you know. Yeah. So I convinced her to leave. And then we got in the car. And for some reason, I got in the passenger seat. Uh oh. So she's going to drive for the chicken nugget. Yeah. Oh. But the car is in Walmart. Okay. And then she just put it in reverse and like floored it. Boom. Like SpongeBob. Yeah. Right into the chip aisle. Dude. Here's the deal the chip aisle. When we crashed into it, it crashed the whole economy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Rick. <laughs> From Rick and Morty, he showed up, and he was like, well, what did you just do? You just crashed into the chip aisle. You crashed the economy. The, you know, the whole economy's built on chips. It's all over-leveraged and, and over overvalued. Clay, what are you doing? D- d- don't you know? My entire portfolio is gone. It's gone, Clay. He's like, well, we got to get you guys out of here. Here, get, get you home. So he pushes Samantha out of the seat, and then... I guess I'm in the back or whatever. Or okay, yeah. I don't know. You, you you arranged to let Rick in the car. Yeah, and he's driving. And my sister's like, no. And she grabbed the wheel, and then he, he goes forward into another chip aisle. No. Oh, <laughs> no. The crash goes even further. No. <laughs> so the military shows up. Oh, man. And they're here to arrest us for economic terrorism. And so we have this kind of car chase. You know, they, they have, like, tanks, and they're shooting at us, and there's, okay. there's helicopters. But we escape. We make it out. Ah, yeah. And he's like, all right, we're on your street. We're about to be on your street. And he's about to turn. But he's about to, you know, our street is, the street where her house is at is like here. And he drives right past and he missed the turn. And he's like, oh, oh no, don't worry. I'll just, uh, you know, I'll go around. <laughs> go around. around. And, but we're in a cul-de-sac. Dude. Like it's a cul-de-sac layout. Okay. So, so he tries to turn around, and he keeps going through dead end after dead end. He's like, ah, oh, who designed this? You can't find anything. <laughs> Seriously, who did design those? This oh, is like, real life. That kind of this is like, I, I'm still surprised your dream is still following the <laughs> yeah, same. I'm surprised you remember these long. details. Yeah, I, I woke up, and I'm like, I got to write this down. <laughs> nice. I typed it. Uh, but because it took so long, the military had time to set up a blockade. So when we came up to the blockade, there was like a, a SWAT officer, and he looked like, uh, what was his name? Carl, it was Carl Winslow. He Carl like Winslow. From Family Matters. He, he's usually like really fat, but in this, he was like super buff. Dude. <laughs> like just oh, wow. jacked. He, he st- comes up to the car, and he opens a portal, you know, because yeah. Rick and Morty stuff, and yeah, he's yeah. like, all right, Rick. <laughs> You can go through this portal, and it'll take you home, and you f- we'll forget this ever happened. You can be with your families like a coward. <laughs> <laughs> or you can face me now. <laughs> and at that moment, he's like, or you can. Rick just like, okay, floors it right through the portal, sending <laughs> yeah, us he's gone. <laughs> All right, but Morty, he got left behind. Somehow, somehow what, Morty was there with you. Yeah, Just I don't. Quietly, I never saw him, but he apparently was left behind. Morty was like, "Uh, oh, uh, uh, just gotta sneak into the pool." <laughs> and then Carl Winslow was like, "You weren't supposed to do that." Listen, someone's got to take the blame for all of this. Looks like it's you, kid. 
you're like, oh no, Morty, it's he's in a bad situation. But then I don't know how, but I just like knew this. Rick had installed a portal packet in Morty's lower spine. His lower spine. Yeah. So that any time that he needs to get home, you can just pop his lower spine and then it'll teleport him back home. So crack his back. Yeah. Yeah. That's very interesting. And then he got tackled to the ground by Buff Winslow <laughs> and it popped the portal packet. And he popped home. Not quite. Pretty detailed. It like... Just his spine. It, it didn't like pop. It kind of like cracked open. And so the portal stuff shot out and Buff Winslow, he just exploded. He's gone. <laughs> and then the portal oh. opened up <laughs> and then Morty's like, oh yeah, yeah, Rick, 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 oh yeah, see you later, losers. As he's going through the portal, and then the portal closes halfway through. Like, so like, he's, he's just a torso now. His legs are gone. Wow. And then he's like, uh, maybe I can, maybe I can uh, get, get to that other portal <laughs> real quickly. <laughs> Tries to like pull himself along to that other portal. And then the military guys, they stop him. They're like, no, you're not going anywhere. Then the portal packet, it activates again. Some more of it comes out. But it comes out like bubbles. So there's little portal bubbles, and they kind of consume Morty. Okay. And he's, yeah. he's like screaming in pain, though. He's like, ah! ah! And the portal, it sends it back home, so they're in the garage. And then Rick's all like, oh, no, man. Oh, no, I, got, I only got a few more minutes, a few more minutes. And he's trying to clean it all up and put it into the trash can. And then, like, an egg timer goes, ding. And then a pod opens up behind him, and Morty's in it. And he's like, Morty, you're back. Hey. Uh-huh. But there's still, like, some of it on the floor. This <laughs> is the previous Morty. Yeah. He's like, so I guess it's like a portal, like a pod, like, uh, it's like, oh, if he dies, it just makes a new one. Oh, he yeah. just clones okay. a new Morty. He's, he's just like, oh, hey, Rick. Uh, c- can you at least tell me how I died this time? And he's like, oh, no, don't worry about none of that. And then just kind of moves him <laughs> into the house. And Morty kind of out of the side of his eye sees the stuff and he's kind of like, oh, but then just tries to like, you know, ignore it. Like, I didn't see nothing. Didn't see nothing. And so me and my sister, we're like, well, that's our time to go. (laughs) That's our sign. It's our time to go. So we get in the car. This time I'm driving. Yeah. yeah. And I pull, pull out of their driving, out of their parking driveway. Rick and Morty's driveway. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow I backed into a snow cone stand. Clay, what is with you that fell up? <laughs> into a tree that fell onto a sign that fell into another chip aisle. Oh, my goodness. No. And then I woke up. No, that was it. <laughs> that was it. That was it. Yeah. You broke so the system. You wrecked two universes' economies, ours and Rick and Morty's. You wrecked ours pretty more than the others. Man, yeah. Yeah. well, That's Rick. pretty crazy. You hit one chip aisle, Rick. Uh, it's a, there's a, a second chip aisle in this Walmart somehow. Yeah, and both of them got hit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it seems like to me, uh, Clay, that you're focusing a lot and worrying a lot about our economy. You know, you're investing and you're like yeah. making financial decisions, and you're like at the same at the same time though, you cannot stop thinking about chips. It's chips. <laughs> it's snacks. <laughs> I do eat a lot of chips. Eat a lot eat of chips. chips. And then Rick and Morty. Why is why did <laughs> why? Why did they invade your dreams so drastically? I don't know. Most dreams, at least for me, you'll get a little nugget of something and then you'll forget about it, moving into something completely yeah, different. Yeah, completely. But your dream yeah. kind of did that. 
It began with your sister with the chicken nugget, and that kind of got dropped in favor of the Rick and Morty subplot. Yeah. Which was way more interesting. I do remember there was something else that was going on way before that that led to that. Okay. I don't remember any of it. It was, like, completely unrelated. It's very strange. Maybe it was all about the chicken nugget. And if only... I mean, why was it so beautiful? Why was it the most... (laughs) Beautiful chicken nugget. Did Rick make this all up just to get the chicken nugget? I bet you. Uh-huh. I say we uh, collaborate and make a Wikipedia all about your dream. And the lore goes so deep. We make a two-hour-long iceberg video. Yes, iceberg oh video. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I actually, I really like those iceberg videos. What's an iceberg video? So an iceberg video is uh, you have this picture of an iceberg, and you have what's, yeah. what you can see and what you can't see. Okay. And so you take a topic like uh, Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Park iceberg. So the very top are things that are obvious. Right. And you go... Dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. And you go, oh, uh, some lesser known things about the making of the movie. And some lesser known things about Michael Crichton. And some even lesser known things about maybe it was all real. Or maybe the dinosaurs Mm. were all fake. And then it's like, it gets crazier the farther down you go. Yeah, I I like them too because I think that's really interesting. But then I just get, I get bored. There are there there you have to find a good one a good right. a, a good uh, I I found one that was just about archaeology and just weird archaeology that's where I found that uh that papyrus complaint about the 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 sesame seed field dying oh that's right <laughs> that, I found that one of those iceberg videos oh yeah I, what was that he was like your field the field is visibly field dying is visibly my dying. friend saw it <laughs> don't write me and say I didn't tell you <laughs> it is dying <laughs> good job Clay. You sounds like you have. Are all your dreams that detailed? Uh, sometimes they can get pretty detailed like that. Wow. That's crazy. That's really cool. Who wants to play? Who wants to have a budget with two digits in it? I'm your host, Isaac Anderson. We have all of our amazing contestants, starting from from tallest to shortest. We have Clay, Max, and Joshua, the shortest of them all. Now, <laughs> I only. I didn't do a rebuttal because I had to burp. So, <laughs> uh, I have uh, from my document here. I have the very best questions ever. The best questions ever. You the said the best questions ever. Okay, Maxwell. Yeah, what's up? Where on the human body is the skin the thinnest? Your eyelids. I'll give you five points for that because the answer is the eye. It's not eyelids. It's like eye it's tissue. Not, it's your eye tissue is the thinnest. Come on. It just maybe it is eyelids, but this says eye. There's no skin on your because eye. The skin. I mean, Look I wouldn't say my Google eye it. skin. Hey, Google I'm, it. I'm not gonna Google it. I'm There's gonna, no skin on your eyes. I'm not gonna spend. I'm There's not, no skin on your eyes. I'm not gonna waste Isaac. the effort. There's no skin on your eyes. Fine, I'll give you ten points. There you, you go. got ten points. See, I'm not as ugly as I dumb. Joshua, who might wear a wimple? I'm flying blind. I don't know what that is. <laughs> You're flying blind. <laughs> okay. Okay. Maybe you can, I Maybe I. No. I can't see a wimple. <laughs> so we'll do this. Let, let's make a change to this game. George so, Robert no, hang on, hang on. Jr. Is that your final answer? No. I was going to enter a new wrinkle into the game. Okay. So either so, you can get 10 points if you just get it. You can get five points if you ask for a hint and get it. So I could call my hey, dad. What? You can call your dad. Call my dad. <laughs> but What's a wimple? I recommend asking for a hint. Josh, just go for the hint and get the half point, dude. I'm going to go for the hint. That's wise. That's wise. Okay, yeah. here, here is your hint. A wimple is worn 
by a certain religious group of someone. Ooh. Well, that sure narrows it down. It's turkeys. The answer is turkeys. Clay steals the point. He gets five points. No, and it wasn't turkeys. Josh, what do you think? Uh, Catholics? I'll give you one point because the answer is nuns. Okay. A nun would yeah. wear a wimple. What's the difference? The answer was none. But nuns are not religious. What? They aren't? In they're, the census. They're, they're, they're none. In the census, people, like, what's your religion? None. Like, oh, uh, nothing. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> see? Uh-huh. That was good, Clay. What is a wimple? Is it the thing that goes in their head? The little white thing? They're, the veil? Yeah. What is a wimple, Isaac? A wimple is that white thing. I told you. Okay. Clay, what animal's name literally translates as earth pig? You can get a hint and get half point. I'm going to say guinea pig. Guinea pig means earth pig? Yep. I'm sorry. The answer is aardvark. Aardvark. is an earth pig. Ugh, so stupid. Maxwell. Yeah. According to the proverb, yeah. which fruit tastes the sweetest? Lemons. <laughs> the answer is not lemons. The answer. Wait, 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 wait. Can I get a second guess? Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> According to the proverb, what fruit tastes the sweetest? This is like Chinese proverb. This is, this is I think, in Proverbs in the Bible. Like this right. is, oh, this is biblical. And this is kind of also misleading. Mm. The question is a little misleading. What fruit is the sweetest? Only the fruit of grapefruit. Juicy fruit. Friendship. <laughs> Uh, forbidden fruit. Ah, forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. Uh-huh. And the lemon's close, right? Lemon was pretty, pretty close. Uh, Joshua, what country was once named New France? Think of the most French country that isn't called New France. <laughs> you could probably, if you if you think about probably. it, you could probably figure it out. Kentucky, Georgia. I know it's not Constantinople because that's now Istanbul. Yeah, that's true. Don't you get it, Max? I can't spell Stenoble. Remember that the Russians had a name for it. It was all Russian because they planned on conquering it. They never got got around to it. They were going to change the name. Wait, again. so they kept the name? No, but they had a name for it for a minute, uh, and they were going to conquer it, and then they never got around to it. It's like, yeah, I see that country. I can take it over. I'll do it later. Well, they actually tried quite a few times, but the British and French were like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, stop. <laughs> whoa, bro. You want a hint? Yeah. It's cold there, and they speak French. Ah, Iceland. (laughs) 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 Ah, Iceland. The answer is Canada. What? Canada was called New France in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. That's actually, yeah, I could have figured that out. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you totally could have figured that out. I was thinking, is there any country in France? Wait, France is a country. France is an island called France. Sure. <laughs> they have snails. Who knows what France is? No one knows. They have an Eiffel Tower, but they don't do anything with it. Uh, Clay, mm-hmm. yeah. this is your last question. All right. What were China 14, Raduga 14, and Himawari 3? What, what were they? <laughs> what? <laughs> what were China 14, Raguda 14, and Himawari 3? Yeah, Clay. What were they? What were they, Clay? What were these things? Doesn't even know. Poor guy doesn't even know. Okay. Did you just take off your training wheels, Clay? Like yeah. Yesterday? <laughs> As if, man. I keep those things on. You, Congratulations. You, safe. <laughs> you can get a hint. 
I'll take a hint. Okay, okay, okay. These things are mechanical in nature. Robots. They're uh, orbiting satellites. Oh. Maxwell, I've saved you a good question here. Yes. I never named satellites. Yes. What is a Flemish giant? Uh, <laughs> can you repeat the question? You know, what is a Flemish giant? He's, he's the guy in the very in the background. It's a kind of, of animal. It's a typical kind of animal a called Flemish. Um, but it's not. It's like this is its like breed. Like a Labrador is a dog. Yeah. I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to tell me what is this thing. What's the breed? The Flemish giant is a breed of what? Oh, I understand. Yeah. It's huge. I'm guessing it's somewhere it's from somewhere north. Probably in Flimland. Sounds, sounds like a Finland thing. Flimland, yeah. yeah. Flemish. Flemish. Flemish giant. giant. What is it? Mm, it's got to be some kind of like sea creature. You want a hint? No. I okay. want these 10 points. I want the 10 beaners. Uh, You're in the lead right now with 10 points. Oh, really? Yeah. Clay, did you answer any questions right? No. Josh, did you? No. All right, I'll I take the hint. I'll take the hint. Take the hint, okay. It's not ocean, like you're thinking. It's not ocean. And it is generally a pest. People don't like them. Uh, some people think they're adorable, but they are pests. I'm guessing it's going to be in the family of a rodent. Maybe Flemish giant can be a... A duck. A capybara. A duck. <laughs> a very big duck. Is it a lizard? It is a rabbit. What? Flemish giant is a rabbit. It's mm. a big rabbit. I feel like I knew that. Flemish giant. Look at that. Look at that big boy. Yeah. Oh, wow. We went to a rabbit show. I think they had I one, yeah. Had some, Yeah. I should have guessed rabbit. I should have known that one. You should have. I saw an article with a big rabbit like that. It was yeah. like a uh, woman beats rabbit at competitive eating. <laughs> I was like, I don't think the rabbit's trying to be competitive. <laughs> the rabbit's just like, I'm just eating normal, lady. <laughs> yeah, but I can get what he means by pests because I had a garden and a rabbit yeah. just kept coming in and eating my stuff. Oh, yeah, rabbits yeah. are pests. Okay, Joshua. Elvis Stokijo was an ice skating world champion from what country? His name was what? His name was Elvis Stojiko. Memphis. You want a hint? No. He was the ice skating world champion from what country? France. You think France has a lot of world famous ice skaters in there? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking about name. Is France your final answer? Yeah. Answer's Canada. Josh! Oh. I gave you another Canada. You <laughs> was thinking old France. Well, we were saying new France. France. New France. Come on. Thank you all for playing. Who wants to have a budget with two digits in it? You guys are such a disappointment. I win, though, right? Mm. You won the game. Ah. Well done. That's right. Have you guys ever thought about, um, like, normal day stuff and think, like, why do we do that? Are you asking me if I've ever thought about normal things and thought, why, why do we do that? Yeah. Like, breathe? Yeah, sort of. Or yeah. wear underwear? Yeah, why don't yeah, we do sure. that? <laughs> why can't we just wear pants? Have you ever thought about yawning? Yes. Like a yawn. Like a yawn, yawn. So I thought about this, don't and I thought it would play. be a good... Don't, don't do that, play. Clay. I thought it would be a good topic to bring, but... Clay, stop it. <laughs> Clay, you make, you're not helping me, man. <laughs> well, I'm yawning as an example. That was good. That was so, good. 
<clears throat> so in my research of like what a yawn is, um, I've quickly discovered that we don't know. Yeah, no one has any idea. Nobody has one. Oh. But there's there's lots of medical and scientific answers to why we yawn, but it doesn't answer all the questions. Well, you know, I can I can cure cure you from yawning forever if you just would consume a <laughs> <laughs> An unhealthy amount of honey. It's a lot of honey. Until <laughs> so, you die. You'll never you yawn see, again. God gave uh, humans the ability to yawn to get out of conversations. Hey. Because maybe. you're having an awkward conversation with somebody and you go, oh, I, I'm, I'm eager, tired. I'm eager to hear your ideas as well as your theories behind this okay. because I got a couple of... I, Ideas bouncing around in my head. So this is these are your own ideas. No, no, this is what I've pulled from the internet. Okay, the scientific thing is uh, when we yawn, we bring in more oxygen into the blood and move more carbon dioxide out of the blood. So it's more to help you uh, control your levels of oxygen. Like if you get out of whack or whatever, it like brings it recalibrates, right? I thought of that, but when I yawn, I don't notice myself breathing in or out very much at least until the end when i go oh. so i read that and i was like well that's kind of a dumb <laughs> smart like, person that's a yeah, dumb you just breathe in more air because you need to breathe in more air I'm like that doesn't ex- that doesn't explain why my eyes water that doesn't explain why like i can't close my mouth I explain, and it doesn't explain why when <laughs> i yawn he yawns and then he yawns and then <laughs> And they've they've actually done um, studies on animals because right. animals yawn too. That's right. But animals actually they yawn contagiously like we do. Yeah. So like if a dog mm-hmm. yawns, do a it, cattle yawn. Are you do it, um, are you going to talk about that MythBusters experiment? No. Oh, did they where do something? It makes other people yawn through walls. Yeah. So they had they had a bunch of people in I one area, and it was like kind of a room about this size, but it was divided into four little rooms, so no one could see each other, and they all sat them all down. And they had him sit there for a long time. Mm. And they just watched. And as soon as one person yawned, it would spread to all yeah. the other people without even seeing each other. So, like, ancient thought is, like, you know how, like, one uh, wolf will howl and then the others will howl and quit <laughs> quit yawning, dude. You're just talking about it. Make me yawn. Yeah, be, I don't know. Because they say yawning's from after you wake up or before you go to bed, you're tired, you just did something strenuous to your so body, you need to calibrate or whatever, so Humans you yawn. yawning is just a very low-key howl. <laughs> low yes, but the theory behind the howling was like more of a, like a pack instinct. Right. Like yeah. a lot of animals have packed instincts. Like, so you're telling me at night when all these coyotes start freaking out, they're just yawning? Yeah, they're just yawning. But I, In the same sense that... I, I, but I, I've seen dogs yawn, though, without yeah, howling. exactly. Mm-hmm. So, so I, that doesn't really explain much to me. What I like, though, this, this made a lot of sense. It's a myth that when we yawn to compete with others, when, when we yawn, we compete with others to breathe in more oxygen than them. Because <laughs> when somebody yawns, they breathe in the limited amount of oxygen in the room so it's my reflex to take more oxygen back by yawning. So it's like our subconscious picks up somebody yawning in the network. And he's like, yep. oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Check this yeah. out. He says, here, this person's breathing X amount of air. Here, let, let's test this right, right now. I'm going to breathe in heavily. My subconscious doesn't care. 
Mm. Yeah. yeah, see, that doesn't... Ex- like, if someone had just been running and they walk into a room... Everybody everybody everybody's going to start yawning? Yeah. Or at a gym. <laughs> Why isn't everyone yawning at a gym? That's right. <laughs> you know what? I heard one theory that it's actually cooling down your brain. That's dumb. Your brain's working overtime and you yawn to regulate temperature. But why does, why does that make... Because. Why, but why, why, why is it contagious, when though? When, when whenever, I, whenever you yawn, it makes me want to yawn. Because we're all babies. We're all space babies, Maxwell. What? When a baby's being formed. Yeah. You know, like uh, uh, the, the baby has a soft spot on their head. Yeah. That soft spot goes to their brain. And there's another soft spot on the roof of their mouth. You're making this up? No, no, no. No, that's right. I can feel it and right if now. The, if that doesn't form <laughs> right, you have babies that have the cleft lip. Okay. The cleft palate yeah. is from that not forming all the way. There's just a hole from the top of our head to our mouth oh. when we're forming. So there is a connection between our mouths and our brain, our well, sinuses and all that stuff. So the theory is that whenever we're working out something in our brain, that's why babies yawn all the time when they're tired because their little brains are working overtime. No, babies yawn just as much as we do. Okay. He's showing me these so. numbers, Mr. Baby Man. <laughs> You've been watching all these babies. That's I, that was another article. I, I yawned like th- four times. I yawned again. I yawned again. I, I stopped it. Um, I don't remember yawning like last three days, like at all. Yeah, right. I, I mean, come on, you do it so much that you barely even notice. Maybe, I'll, 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 I'll I will keep track of my yawns. But I do notice it is more likely you're you're gonna yawn in the morning than at night. <laughs> oh, I got. See? Uh, what wh- what is it when you like whenever you yawn? <laughs> sometimes why do you do this? Yeah, why do you stretch too? Yeah, you stretch because I feel like I uh, and you can't you can't control it. Are you guys That's not weird. yawning? Have you guys yawned yet? I have felt the need to yawn. I I'm not. Oh, yeah. Ever since I've this started, yawned. ever since this started, I've yawned maybe five times. I See, think I, I don't understand the, this is all psychological. The psychological thing behind it because you know is everywhere it? I read they say it's to catch up. Your breathing intake. May, or may, maybe it just means I'm smarter. I'm just a smarter person than I'm yawning now. Yeah, I am psychologically smarter than everyone else because I'm yawning. Um, there is another. Uh, oops, I clicked a link. Are you gonna say I'm a psychopath now? Is yes, he's just saying psychopath. your brain's on overclock. There's another uh, thought, and this goes. Uh, it says oh, ancient. I don't know how ancient it is, but it, this this Google search you says ancient. We've been yawning for a very long time. They say the yawn is. Supposed to attract a mate. Hey. So it's like, I don't know. They say that about BO too. But yeah, these things that we just do, I guess they connect. They connect. So yawning is another theory that maybe it, it's like, I don't know how that attracts a woman, but it attracts them. Trust me. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm i not going to mention their name on the podcast, but um, I follow some game developers and I do their... Every every month they have a live stream where they talk about their progress on their games, uh-huh. and uh, the leader of the company. <gasps> what? <laughs> you can go. I Was just, that real? <laughs> no, like, he. I, I did. He gasped out of like <laughs> I found something. I looked up. Like, what the heck is this? What the heck is this? Six six six. Claim. I looked up how many, <laughs> how long that, that you yawn throughout your life. And it said a yawn is typically ten seconds. And then I looked at another thing. It said you yawn two hundred and forty thousand times throughout your life. And so I multiplied that by ten seconds. 
and then divide that by 60 to get minutes, divide that by 60 to get hours, and it's 666 <laughs> hours. No! <laughs> and Isaac's yawning at a faster pace than us. So maybe, He's got to catch up. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so now you're saying there is, a, there is a spiritual quota to be filled to get to 666. And you're on your way, buddy. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh -oh. no. So every time you yawn, you get closer to death. Well, whenever uh, I'm watching this stream, you know, this, yeah. this this guy is talking about their development, and he'll he'll he'll, he'll yawn sometimes, mm -hmm. and he doesn't cover his mouth. He goes, ah, yeah, gross. Sick. And I'm like, cover your mouth, you slob. Yeah, you sicko. Show have some respect for yourself. Show some respect for yourself, have Mister. Have some respect. I don't know why we yawn. Well, I mean, Clay just discovered that yawning is satanic. It's yeah. satanic. You can't stop it. It's contagious. I'm, I'm, it is. I'm feeling the spirit it right now. Of, I of feel Satan it. trying to pull the Holy Spirit out of you. I wonder. I want to know. I wonder. Yeah. I want to know if it makes our listeners yawn. Listeners, how many times have you yawned during this conversation? Yeah, you probably yawned like 10 times. And how panicked were you when you found out that the number of the yawns is 666? <laughs> when Clay found that out, his face was like... <gasps> Clay was like, he almost dropped his phone. He, could he, had, yawn. he had a religious awakening. He's like, oh no, we're all evil on the inside. This proves it. I wonder if it also has something to do that we know we're being watched this time. I don't know. I I, I feel like I would still yawn. I still like the theory about the... Uh, the uh, Isaac... A pack, the pack. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's definitely a social thing. A social, yeah, thing. Like it's a, a result of empathy. I guess. Or something. But cover your mouth because that's not attractive. No. Yeah. Don't yawn with your mouth wide open. But then why do you why do you yawn when you're by yourself? I don't know. Maybe you're never alone. That was my topic. That was good. That was a good yeah, topic. That was good. Yawning. That's weird. I like how you I, talked about a lot of stuff without answering any questions. Well, that that's exactly how my research went. A lot of talk. No, just different answers. Can you guys recall yawning when you're alone? Yeah. 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 yeah all the time. Mm -hmm. Now, have you never? Are you the? I'm odd? trying to think about it. Uh -oh. Come on, Josh. Uh -oh. you Wait. Do you stop thinking when you yawn? Do you stop what speaking? Like yeah, like thinking. Oh, thinking. Like you're thinking about something and you're yawning. Yeah. And yeah, like, I don't. I stop I thinking to. completely. Yeah. Isaac, you, are you thinking right now? Isaac? I'm yawning. Sometimes when I, you're talking and then you start yawning, you can't st you can't finish speaking, but you try to stretch the last you're word like, you said. Oh, as as oh yeah, that's true. That's true. And then you're like, "What? Start over! I don't understand." Have, have you ever tried to close your mouth while you yawn? Yeah, it's impossible. It's hard. It's hard. It's impossible. The whole podcast. I can do that. Like I've been kind of like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> so whenever Clay gets really smart looking, he's just holding in the yawn. <laughs> <laughs> the news with Josh Anderson. The news. Oh, just quit that. Blurry. Josh is moving that camera. Josh. Okay. You ready? Now the news. The news. Students begin protest after chocolate milk is banned at school. Mm. Why would they ban chocolate milk? Why because the teachers say that it's just too much sugar. You don't need that much sugar. Uh, well, like that, I care. And so the kids stand up and start protesting. That's How? right. Well, they get like signs and stuff and I don't know. 
just a protest. Did it work? Did they get chocolate uh, milk? Yeah, they, they were able to negotiate with them. So they have chocolate milk. I mean, it's... Were there any It's hostages? a small victory. They could have chocolate milk one day of the week. Yeah. Protest some more. Keep Break protest. out those signs. <laughs> now, what, what else can you get away with now? What else can you protest? Take some hostages. We want school only three days a week. They're able to get something that they're not allowed to have through protesting. Right. First, they go with chocolate milk. Then, they move to soda. Mm. Then, beer. And then, strawberry milk. The ultimate evil. The yeah, ultimate. the ultimate. Not even for them to drink, but to force the teachers to drink. That's right. Have you ever had strawberry milk, Clay? Yeah. Uh, no, I always chose chocolate. What do you think about Would you guys milk? believe me if I told I you that somebody is selling a house as a non-fungible token? As a non-what? As a non-fungible... Do I, get, do I get the house? Yeah, you get the house. Oh, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because you you buy the token that yeah. comes with it. If that, you have the token, you that, have the house. That yeah. makes sense. I mean, that's just a different way to do it. I mean, Yeah, because you could just say like, oh, I... I own it. I have the keys, and uh, uh, I got this receipt uh, in the bank. A deed is a non-fungible token, technically. Yeah. There's yeah. only one of them. There can only be one of them. Right. So that works. Well, actually, the yeah. there are special like securities where they have a bunch of houses, and you can buy a piece of it. A piece of the house? A piece of the house? Yeah, like, like you just buy like a little chunk of it. Like when you buy a share of a company. Hold on. Wait. Why? <laughs> why, why uh, what is the... What, what if somebody buys an entire Tell me bedroom? The benefit. Well, the, the housing market goes up way faster and more steadily. And so the people who make the fund, they buy a bunch of houses and then you invest like $100 and it goes across like 50 houses. What does that do? What's, what, what, so when the houses yeah. go up in value, your money goes up in value. Can I? Uh, because now your house is, 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 is worth more. Is it, Can is I at it least? Bitcoin. Do I at least get like yeah. toilet rights? Can I like use the bathroom? And so you buy else? just the toilet? I just bought the toilet. Yeah. No, it's it's like see that square over there. You get that square. Yeah. It's yours. That's all the market is, anyways. But it's how? just a number that somebody how? says is worth this, and so somebody throws that money at that to buy this a bunch of that. But then if if it's I'm, simple math, Isaac. If I'm just yeah. buying squares of a house, when can I live in the house? Isaac, it's it, <laughs> can it's I only not step like on that. my squares? No, but there's You're, people who want to like they want to flip a house, they want to buy it to gain the value. You're thinking about it wrong, Isaac. What if you had a nice gingerbread house that you wanted to build? And you're like, oh, crap, I don't have enough money to build my awesome I'm at a ginger. I said, oh, hey, I'll buy your whipped cream. But then now I owe you whipped cream. Right. No, you don't owe me. I just, that's my whipped cream. And I owe a Look, portion of your. I feel like. Gingerbread house, which will go on to the gingerbread competition, which makes money, and I make a little bit of money off of that. Right. Using, okay. I get. You. Does that make sense? That makes using sense. NFTs to indicate somebody's ownership of a physical object, it feels like it's evolving, but just backwards. <laughs> NFTs are pretty dumb, but they're very smart. Why? Yeah, I sense. don't understand why people hate NFTs so much. I don't understand why people well, buy People are NFTs. like, it's kind of like, you could like, here's the deed to the house. The, you could just hand them the deed. With the NFT is like, let me get this this computer that is really powerful and let it do a few, work some work for a little while until it's done processing. Because I have seen people on Twitter that I follow, that I have yeah. I've respected, and then they say things like, if I find out that you support NFTs, I'm blocking you. Yeah, they get pretty extreme. With, well, I, don't, I don't understand. Well, there's a lot of scams that are going on in the NFT market. Yeah. Okay. Basically, 
Well, like, you've seen like the monkey pictures, right? Yeah, the monkeys, yeah. And it's like a million dollars. So yeah, some people, stupid. they'll copy it and be like, this is a copy. It's going to be the next monkey thing. You, you want to get on board. Everybody gets on board. They buy the pictures of the monkeys that you sell. And then the guy deletes the Discord and just, oh, yeah, these are worthless. Wow. Right. Okay. And all the monkey pictures are really dumb. They are yeah. pretty dumb. I, I saw jerkish. a video where, like, the guy said, yeah, you can do this, like, once every two weeks and make, like, four million just ripping people off? Yeah. And mm-hmm. because the whole thing is like about anonymity, you yeah. can be anonymous. Yeah. And so you can do it again and again and again. The same people. Mm. And they'll never catch on. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm against that. But if, a How would artist, you know? if an artist was to sell some art as an NFT, I mean, why not let them do that? Yeah, them? but people are like selling dumb things as NFTs. And people are buying them. Yeah. So I don't understand why people... Well, I, I mean, saw a picture. Somebody was like at a McDonald's drive-thru and their screen was broken and had all this stuff going across. And he was like, hey, no way. They're doing NFTs too. <laughs> you know, Facebook, I the know. whole metaverse thing they're oh, trying to I do. Heard no, I've never heard of Facebook. Thing? What's that? I don't know. They're trying to do like Matrix. Yeah. No, Ready Player One. They're trying to do Ready Player One. What's That's that? the Matrix. <laughs> That's some. Come on. But anyway, knew this that. article claims meta is to bring mandatory distances between virtual reality avatars. Mandatory distances between virtual... <laughs> so basically, every avatar has a six-foot barrier. Oh, no, what? And they can't come close to each other. This is why VR chat is better. <laughs> why? Oh, because they're dumb. Yeah. Because <laughs> your avatar could get corona. I think it's more... I've. I've I've heard other people say things like that where they're like, they're having a Zoom meeting and they, before it starts, they say, everybody put on your mask. We have some people here that are, they get anxiety when they see people that have a mask on. So everyone needs to wear a mask. And so it, it, oh. it's, 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 it's just a mental thing. Just fire those people. Yeah. yeah you can't be in the Zoom meeting. Tell them get over it or get out. <laughs> yeah. Babies. Ooh. Mm. Go cry about it in the bathroom. Well, anyway, um, dogs will know zombie apocalypse is coming and will try to warn us. Dogs will? They will not. Yeah, they will. They the will scientist not. is saying, you know, they can smell things. Scientists so it also makes sense. say, because we yawn. It just yeah, because we yawn, the animals yawn. It's so, basically a low-key howling. So the, the <laughs> zombies stink. Yeah, the zombie, so specifically the, dog- the zombie virus. So when and the dogs will detect it when before they, even the first zombie exists. I, he, I think he's right. I think, I is is he right. making crap up? Because I can make crap no. up too. Well, like I heard, like I, dogs yeah. can smell cancer. You can smell cancer. Yeah, have you yeah. Heard of that? Mm-hmm. and a diaper. You can smell and a eat diaper. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that intelligent? They could also smell the quantum physics. Yeah, uh, they can also smell the earth. And they can smell the quantum foam. They're interdimensional beings. Technically, they can build a whole universe because they. Basically live in it. And every single dog in existence can smell Jack Black at any moment in time. <laughs> that is pretty musty. Yeah, there's like all the universes. That's why and dogs there's this, love him. there's this black hole, this anchor that is an infinite, <laughs> infinite amount of gravity where all dogs can smell and it's Jack Black. And he's sitting there like not even having a bad time. Yeah. He's like, he's like yeah. I accept this. I'm speechless. Yeah, that's why his YouTube channel took off so oh, yeah. fast. All, all the dogs. The this record. Dogs. There was a massive brawl in some Golden Corral because, I don't know, 
<laughs> golden Corral. Just imagine the type golden of corral. Like golden so corral. Everything's quiet. You just hear <laughs> mouth noises and forks on plates. And then you someone, shut up, Tina. And then someone stands up and hey, listen, says, "That's listen. it." <laughs> <laughs> they're saying they're saying Wait. it's because of a steak shortage. Wait, did you say it was quiet? <laughs> Have you been in Golden Corral? <laughs> it is not quiet. <laughs> you shut up, time. Tina. I do time. not. Yes, you yeah. do. All right, that's it to the death. No, I watched. I watched the you news said, feed and I've read the articles, and they're all saying it's a steak shortage. But I think you know. Are you saying steak? S- yeah, steak shortage. Somebody yeah. walks up and says, "We're all out of steak." And he's like, no. Smash us. Eat some more macaroni. Yeah. Go to a different But anyway, I think somebody just started a fight and blamed it on that because that's probably, no, probably there, be easy. There were blame. people freaking out about the, the chicken sandwich at Pie Pies. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. Yeah. yeah. They're so, stabbing. So there people are people were, like that. People yeah, died. Yeah. Me and my dad, you, our dad. You and your dad? Me and my dad. We he, went Josh up. and his dad. We stopped at a Popeye's, you know, wow, just for so the memes. selfish, Josh. To get a Popeye's chicken sandwich. And we, we just rolled down the window, and there's this lady walking out. And dad says, is there? And she says, no. That was pretty She knew exactly what we were talking about. That's smart. That's smart of her. No. And then what did you do? We left. Uh-huh. That's a good story. Boring. Yeah. Guess what? Burger King's chicken sandwich is better. Ooh. Really? I don't think it is. Way better. Because Burger King's chicken sandwich is pretty tiny. That's fine. That's all you need. The other one's big. I don't care. It's about But what quality. about nutrients? Is you that what matters to you, Clay? What? Is that what matters to you? He just said quality. Quantity. Quality. Oh, he said quality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, okay. about, it's about quality. Do you about just qu- care about quality? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, all you care about. So before we move on to our finale. Okay, the finale. It's perfectly normal to see Jesus in toast, study says. So is, is this your finale? No, this is the how pre-finale. Many, so how many people see Jesus in toast? It's perfectly normal. It's well, surprisingly Jesus common. There are a few images like this one. He says, oh, Mary, mother of Jesus. It is Jesus. He's right there. It, could also, it also looks like Rasputin. That looks like John and it Lennon. Al- it also looks like um, who's the who's the Alan Moore, the guy who writes uh, the creepy comic book looking guy. I don't know uh, Alan Moore. Look up a picture of Alan. Moore. No, that's straight up um, Muppet guy. What's his name? Jim Henson. Jim Henson. That's straight up Jim Henson. Yeah, Josh, look up Alan Moore. Jim that's Jim Henson, Henson bro. That's not Jesus. Look up Alan you can't Moore. Fool me and tell me that's not Alan Moore. You can't toast. fool me, little piece of toast. Yeah, that does look a lot like Alan Moore. There's see there's oh yeah there's Alan Moore now go back to the toast I don't know how I don't know how you can do this switch to toast switch to toast switch to toast toast Josh toast see you're right Isaac I can see it but go to Jim Henson now Jim Henson Jim Henson but you know it is normal though like like we're trained very well to see faces yeah so we can see them in a lot of things and everyone's favorite face is the Catholic Jesus yeah. No, the Jim Henson puppet man. That's why people wear like the war paint. It's they wear it like in streaks, so it it uh oh it hides the face. Yeah, it, it distorts it or hey, breaks there you it go. Up. I typed that upside down. What Wait. what do you think, Isaac? Jim Henson, Jim Henson, or Alan Moore? Go back to the toast again. Go to toast, Josh. Nah, it's Alan Moore, dude. Okay, hold up. I just want to address. That ain't no piece of toast. What is that? <laughs> I, I know that looks like a pancake. It's like a freaking french fry with a... <laughs> okay, anyway, the finale. 
the finale. Shaquille O'Neal, okay, says gorillas freak out when he comes near. Oh, them. sure. He would love gorillas gorilla? to freak, like, out. freak out. How? Like He says when he walks up to a gorilla in the gorilla cage, yeah. in any zoo. He goes to gorilla cages. The gorilla respects him. Jeff Daniels. Oh. That's what he says. I could say that. Hey, hey, get, whenever I walk past a bear cage, <laughs> you know what the bear does? He bows. That's right. Yeah. He whenever gets up I, on his little bare, bare feet and he bows. Whenever I walk past the dolphins, they put their blowhole on the glass and make a fart noise. That's right. <laughs> hey, hey, when I went past the penguins last time, they threw their scat at me and everything. When Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> walks up to a gorilla, <laughs> he says the gorilla looks at him. Yeah. And he says it's like the gorilla thinks he's a gorilla. And he res- and the gorilla respects Shaq. People have seen him in front of gorillas, and they say, yes, it's true. So the gorillas accept Shaq. The gorillas accept Shaq. You know what this means? So, you know, Dawn of the gorilla Planet of the Apes. Shaq Army. You know the, the Planet of the Apes yeah. series? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the next movie should be Shaquille. Shaquille? Yeah. Leading the gorillas. Because all the gorillas are like... I hate humans, but for some reason, that man, I, completely I just respect. trust you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's a gorilla whisperer. Yeah. Yeah. One time I was at the zoo and I walked past the gorilla cage, the same gorilla cage Shaq was just at. In fact, after, Shaq after was after there. He walked off. <laughs> I went up there and I, t- I took off my shirt and flexed my muscles a little bit and they peed themselves. Okay. Take that, Shaq. And it was scared bad. Wait, what if they. Right. Why did you show me a picture of Jeff Daniels just then? I said, because it looked like the guy on the toast. Who? Oh, Jeff Doesn't Daniels? It? Yeah, it looks like the toast. With Maybe with a beard. If he grew a beard. Jeff Daniels? No, he's right. Oh, it's Jeff Daniels! <laughs> Jeff Daniels is toast! That's not toast. What is that? <laughs> Come like on. Cheese. It's like a Can pyramid. I see Jeff? Is that, is that like... Is that a block of cheese? <laughs> <laughs> cheese. Goes, hey, guys, look at my toast. Here's your article, time.com. Oh, stop, 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 stop. Here we go. Okay. That's, uh, the picture says Fred Wand of fish Kingston shows off a fish stick he cooks. Hey, <laughs> no toast. That's a fish stick? He goes, guys, look at... Look In at, what nation do you call a fish goes, stick toast? Hey, guys, look at my toast. I found Jesus. And they say, first off... How did that, you go wrong with this toast? Like, what did you do? <laughs> first off, if, Jesus, if you gave that to Jesus, he'd say, you burnt this. He's <laughs> like... <laughs> back. What was... Who's Jeff? Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. Uh, He's like, Jesus, like, that ain't me. That's Jeff Daniels. Like, I'm yeah, sorry. That's, that's Jeff Daniels. They get us confused all the time. That's Jeff Daniels. That is. That's right. Wow. Was it, so the finale was Shaq? Yeah. That was pretty good. Shaq <laughs> went on TV. He was being interviewed by this guy, and the guy was yeah. like, Shaq, how do you feel about the uh, the mandates and the vaccinations? And, uh-huh. and Shaq says, it's really important that people are safe and feel safe, but we cannot ever force someone to take something they don't want. Yeah. And the and then the the news guy was like expecting, you know, normal liberal stuff. And he's like, uh 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 we're 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 not forcing anyone. We just strongly encouraged it. And the chat goes, that's forcing. You're forcing. And then he kept on and trying then to gorillas. And then all the gorillas and show talk, up. All the gorillas show up and pick up the show host and <laughs> carry yeah, him they, somewhere. They just shake him to the bit. volcano. No 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 the gorilla just just points at him and says, forcing. <laughs> forcing <laughs> Shaq and T-Sicker lets to speak. <laughs> Shaq, yeah. is, Shaq is the man. Dude. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about How this. How tall is he? He's like eight foot, right? Oh, he's like 12 feet tall. Shaq <laughs> is, a, is like 
God-sized. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's just very large. I want to talk about uh, the Kinder Egg I got for my birthday. Why do you want to talk about that? You want to get on stage? No, no. I'll, I'll just quickly talk about this. So, okay. Um, Joshua, I want to tell you about this Kinder Egg. Right. I downloaded so, the app for you. Yeah. For my birthday, I got a Kinder Egg. I was there too. Audience, yeah. if, you don't know, if you don't know what a Kinder Egg is, a Kinder Egg. Not a sponsor. Is an, a chocolate with a candy inside. Yep. No, a chocolate with a toy inside. Um, so I opened up this chocolate egg, and uh, in in America, it's illegal to put the can the the toy in the chocolate. Yeah. So the egg split into two halves, and one little plastic thing opens, and there's a toy in there, and the other little plastic thing opens to some kind of abomination. Yep. That they expect <laughs> me to eat now, and it's like it's white pudding, but it's hard, and there are these two little chocolate balls floating in this white yogurt pudding and then i have a little stabby guy that i'm supposed to use for a spoon and then i get down in there i get the the yogurt chocolate there's chocolate underneath that and i pick it up with the ball and eat it and it's like it's like chocolate with cereal and so it's cocoa pebbles it was cocoa pebbles but cold and like super rich and then there's Did only you like it. There's only about three bites. I was glad there wasn't more than three bites because uh, I don't think I could eat a fourth bite. Yeah. It was the just the, the right amount. I was glad it was. I, I probably would never eat another one. It was like candy but espresso. That toy, that little toy, that little truck. Yeah, yeah. I had to put it together like a Lego, and it wobbled, and it had an app, and the app came to life. The truck was there in front of me dancing. <laughs> it was. It was That's a religious. You unlocked a zebra. I unlocked a zebra, man. And you would click on anywhere in the screen, and it would turn in that direction, and it would zoom. And it was beautiful. Yeah. Wow. Best. It zoomed off into the side. It didn't stop. It just kept getting smaller and smaller in the <laughs> viewport. Wow. But that Kinder Egg was both one of the most disappointing presents ever and best presents ever Isaac. in one egg. So, Isaac, what you're saying is you found Jesus I, in this Kinder Egg. No. Listen. Listen, let me because finish. Jesus would have much better candy. Let me finish. Okay, I think that's a good good place to end My all this. My kinder Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us on another episode of Tan Fans. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope you weren't too offended. Shaquille O'Neal, we want you on the podcast to talk about your gorilla story. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Big respect. Although Jack you Black. may have already told that story on some other podcast. I'm not yeah. sure. Jack Black, we want him on to talk about the dogs. I'd like to try my strength at the gorillas too. Just I want to Larry the cable guy at some point. Larry the cable guy would be good. Uh, yeah, but don't you take your time. It's all right. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, you, no, no hurry. No hurry. You're 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 doing good things. But Shaq, there's you know we got a schedule. Man. Listen, asking Larry the cable guy to jump on just willy nilly is like asking a fireman to leave a fire. That's irresponsible. Yeah, it yeah. is. You have to work with his time. Just hurry up and pee on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. Good night. What about our special thanks to our Patreons? Oh, yeah. Naven Jr., The Big Tyne, and Gil Stronculus. You guys are legendaries. You guys are cool. Thank you all. And remember, you can join the Honey Institute for just $500. At 888-90-3777. You can mellify your body for the health of future generations. Thank you all, and good night.